It's happy hour from Central City, New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. In the next 60 minutes, you're going to meet just four of the many thousands of fascinating people who live in New Orleans, and you'll get to hear some live local music as well. At the end of the show, you might conclude New Orleans is a great city where people love to talk, have fun, and enjoy great music, but you probably know that already, so let's get right on with doing nothing. But enjoying the next 60 minutes of happy hour together, we're live today at the lovely, and wait till you hear how I say this, Casa Borrega. Nice. How do you like that, guys? Nice Pretty good, Impressive. right? Yeah. You want to try? You all want to try saying that? Borrega. Not bad, Doctor. <laughs> Mitch. Borrega. No, no, Borrega. <laughs> Borrega. Not bad, Micah. Borrega. Beautiful. Oh, Casa Borrega is yeah. on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard in Central City, New Orleans. It's a bar, it's a restaurant, and it's a live music venue. And if you've got a couple of moments, which you do have over the next sixty, go to Facebook and like Casa Borrega. You can also like them on Twitter. I'm going to tell you who's sitting around the table, who you've already heard saying Casa Borrega. Mitch Gibbs is sitting across from me. Hello, Mitch. Hello, sir. Hello. Sir, that's the first person, Andrew, who's ever called me sir. I don't believe that. Yes, it is. Really? Not in my whole life, but certainly on the show. I can always think of another name, but uh, sir sounds good. No, sir is good. You can say anything. You don't have to edit on, you know. Yeah, why don't you start off with asshole, and then we'll build up (laughs) to sir after I've proved to how a nice person. Make him earn it. Yeah. Let's start again. Hi, Mitch. Hello, uh, asshole. Hey, how's it? <laughs> now, you're going to be shocked when you hear this. Mitch has been practicing law for 20 years. Hard to believe. I know. He's the principal of the Mitch Gibbs Law Firm, whose slogan is Honesty, Integrity, Victory. Huh. Did, oh, that's is, right. It's on the website. Yeah. I didn't, is it, I didn't a, is it in that order? Is that in that order, or do we go for Let's victory? Let's go this, reverse that Victory, order. and then screw everything else, right? <laughs> yeah. Honesty, it's all how, about winning how much and money. Is, yeah, really. Yeah. How much has honesty got to do with it, really? Not a lot. Mm. So this guy Abe Lincoln once said it was important, but I, I don't follow him. Nah, advice. come on. Yeah. If you had to weight yeah, those, shot. honesty, integrity, and victory, which one, what, what percentage would you say? Is, well, victory has got to be 90%, doesn't it? You gotta victory win. is very important, but integrity is as well. I know you guys find that hard to believe, but uh, <laughs> it is very important. It is. Otherwise, nobody comes back. Right. You, it's, it's good for repeat customers. Yeah. You don't want repeat customers. Are you defending murderers and so on? Well, not all, no. I, I, I Some do divorces, of too. I mean, you know, if you want to get married a few times and go, mm. go through it through the process. I do uh, other other matters as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Personal injury, automobile accidents. Okay. There's, we, we, there's, there's no limit on that. You keep getting hit. You get a, so, get yeah, a but I mean, <laughs> mostly people aren't having multiple automobile accidents. You don't do medical other. malpractice, do you? I'm thinking about it. No, I don't do it as of okay. this moment. We can be but friends. But that could change. We can be friends. <laughs> You're not concerned about medical malpractice, are you, doctor? Well, I'm not concerned. I'm concerned for all my friends. Okay. Let's get on to the minute. Let's keep going. Mitch is also a radio personality on WGSO. Mitch is the host of In the Mitch Zone on Tuesday nights at 7 o'clock. And he has a weekly guest spot on Politics with a Punch every Wednesday from 9 to 10 a.m. So who's at the law office from 9 to 10 a.m. on Wednesday? Nobody... The, the law office is, is mobile, sort of like MASH, you know, it kind of moves okay. around. So when you're on the air in politics with a punch, you can still be my lawyer? Well, you, you know, screw the, the cell phone has given you a lot of opportunities to move around. And uh, yeah. most lawyers, although uh, generally you're not making money when you're not in your office. So that's kind of against the most lawyers' philosophy really? is if you're not it's in your office, you're, you're stuck in court all day, you're not making a lot of money. Unless it's a big case where you've gotten a big fee. So uh, that's well, who knew that? So you'd rather sit in your office than be in court or on WGSO doing politics? I'd rather be. I like action. So wherever that takes me, that's what I like to do. Okay. But, uh, 
Last year, Mitch Gibbs was the host of the New Orleans Saints post-game show in the red zone on WIST 690 AM. So you do as much stuff on there as you do behind your desk. You must be losing money. By oh, if a lot of people ask me, I'm still practicing like law, I say yes. I mean, you can. T- people have two, two, two or more jobs. Well, so. in New Orleans, you're allowed to have plenty of jobs here, right? I'm you know, you wouldn't be <laughs> you know in New Orleans. Right per- if you know the right person, you can have a lot of jobs. Who do you know? I'm saying not me, but no. other people. I, I don't do, you know, do, you know, do you have a tame judge, by the way, just before we... Do oh, I want to be a judge? Do you have a tame... Well, do you want to be a judge? That's no, right. no. Funny that you heard me say that when I didn't say that. I said, do you have a tame judge? Oh, you have a tame judge. Yeah. No. It's Freudian. Freudian. Isn't it Freudian? Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, Calling Dr. Freudian. Freud. Yes. Wow, now we're getting deep. So, uh, <laughs> Already, before we even finish introductions, <laughs> let's move on. We'll come, Freud. we'll come back to you being a judge in a minute. I bet you'd be a good judge, wouldn't you? I think I would. I think you'd sure. be awesome. Yeah. You need a lot of uh, Take that asshole stuff, back though. now. Oh, do you? I'll withdraw that. Okay, Marijuana. thank you. Thank you, Your Honor. <laughs> Holly Peake is here. Holly has been practicing medicine. How long have you been a lawyer? 20 years, okay. Holly's been practicing medicine for 12 months. Not even. Not 11 months. Let's see. 10, yeah. 10 months, 10, 10 11 oh, months. Oh, 10. We're going down and down yeah, and down. Okay. I know. Hmm. I know. What, uh, what months did you graduate? I graduated in May 2012, and I started working in well, July. Perhaps, perhaps math. Oh, I see. But you graduated. That means you're a doctor from the minute you graduate? Oh, yeah, that's true. But then I started practicing July 2000. Oh, so it depends whether you count it from whether you're practicing or... Right. Okay, so you right. can go both You're making me that. do math on air. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought it was pretty... Well, it says 12 months here, so, you know. <laughs> okay. Wait just, a minute. Hello, they're yes. They're Objection. Math doctors. <laughs> no, you they don't go need take to... Do you need to know calculus math? and all those things. We don't do that. No. Lawyers, well, you, we could, you, have an, you have a calculator to add up how much people owe you, I <laughs> All you have to do is be able to add and subtract, pretty much. Yeah. Well, what do you need to do for doctor? You have don't you have a, like a calculator or something in your white coat? I don't, I don't do much math being a doctor. I mean, to, to calculate medicines and stuff. Yeah, I guess I have a little calculator on my phone, you, but I don't do right, much Mitch math. Mitch has got a point. You'd want to get that right. That's probably yeah. That's where yeah. you might need the medical malpractice. Well, you have to do that uh, <laughs> in in uh, in in uh, your your prerequisites and all those things, right? You have to have. To uh, to uh, pre to do pre med, don't you have to take calculus and physics? Well, and why are you looking at me stuff? for Christ's sake, uh, Holly? I did, I did, I took math in college, but that's the last time I took a math class. Andrew, when's the last time you took a math? Class? <laughs> yeah, it was first or second year in college, and did away with it since then. Yeah, I don't, I, 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 Mike, are you ever taken math? You know what? I got recently? really into the theoretical beauty of math way after I had to take it. You know, mm, yeah. after it was you know Education. shoved down my throat. You know, I had to cough it up and relook at it and like, oh, that's quite. How did you even get in touch with the <laughs> metaphysical beauty of math? Is that, <laughs> what, is that what you actually you know, said? I, it's that green <laughs> stuff we were <laughs> talking the, about. The music theory and <laughs> different yeah, music, green music stuff. theory and that green stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. Do you smoke a lot of weed? Is um, you know, I yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm interested in how you get from weed to the I'm, metaphysical I, I feel like I have a, you know, a lawyer here, so I can yeah. say whatever. Yeah, no, nah, he'll get you off. I'm going to give him my number, just mm-hmm. in yeah, case. Yeah, get your card out. And I, and I should have said Benjamin's as opposed to green stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, really? referring to mo- money, I should yeah, have said. Well, uh, oh, you're not, not weed. I'm that. not buying it. He's backtracking. <laughs> <laughs> I guess there can be two different. Okay, let's go. Holly, you've been practicing medicine for 12 months. Holly graduated from Tulane Medical School of Medicine and... The School of Public Health and Tropical Medicine with dual degrees. Congratulations. Thank That's you. Impressive. So you have a degree in uh, I have a medical in doctor and a master's in public health as well. So you're like an overachiever even before you started mm-hmm. work. Yeah. Well, that, that's how all us med students are. Really? Does everyone kind have of two degrees? Like that. Hmm. What, do you, what does a degree in medical public, master's of public health mean? Um, so you kind of look at health like in a, a broad sense, like how um, policy can affect people's health, how um, 
community organizations can help people's health. So we learned like all sorts of things with public health. But are you going to use that? Maybe, maybe one day I can see myself like working in the community, a community like mental health organization or something. Well, let me ask you this. Can you charge more for that? Or am I going to have to pay more to go see you if you have a master's in public health? Um, no, well? unfortunately, I don't check, think I can check charge with your my lawyer. letters. <laughs> you can't. I, I was going to say, there's not a lot of money in her, uh, her future. I mean, that's you why you're focusing on what you're doing now. Hey, now. I mean, hey, now. I mean, <laughs> what the, I mean the public policy, like the thing you're referring to, but what you're doing now, that's where the Attorney and fortune teller. <laughs> Uh-oh, the alarm's going off. Nostradamus. <laughs> Before going into medicine, Holly was a journalist and broadcaster as well. Twin occupations she continues to pursue as the host of Psych Gumbo, a newspaper column and radio show on WTUL. Yeah. 91.5. Yeah. 91.5. That's it. We, yeah. um, so everybody's a broadcaster here. I know. Oh. You were holding Sounding back. I was holding back. we <laughs> intimidated now. Uh, yeah, it's a mental health radio show in Tulane's uh, radio station that we started this year. Um, I have a co-host who I, a psychiatrist in the area that I work and with. you're a psychiatry resident. This is I my am. last sentence here. It says, Dr. Mm -hmm. Peek is also a psychiatry resident at Tulane School of Medicine, set to graduate in 2016. Mm-hmm. Although I don't know why I said 20 and 16. Has anyone ever said, why would you say Just that? You. Just it's 2016. <laughs> so when is that? Another eight years? No, 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 no. Don't scare me like that. Another three years. Oh, only three. It's so all coming back I to was math. I was going with the metaphysical <laughs> beauty of math. <laughs> that was a trick question. I was doing it as a sort of algorithm <laughs> that, I, that I saw on Netflix. Micah McKee is sitting over here to my left. Micah sure. is a New Orleans native singer and songwriter who's sure. been a member of local band Silent Cinema. Big History, Empress Hotel, and The Essentials. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Little Maker is my uh, latest uh, outfit as well. Read that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Do you want to read it? No, sure. You, you, no, you I, can. No. I like you saying it better. You say it. No, 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 no. I, no, that's I like weird. your voice. Don't okay, I'll say it. Right. Yeah. Little Maker is Micah's first solo project, mm. and after a year in the studio, his debut album, Patrons of the Saint, is out now. Oh, that's so beautiful. How's that? Is it's it available where all good downloads are uh, sold? As I like iTunes, to Spotify, whatever. Okay, what's know, the deal with Spotify? Are you making money on Spotify? Yeah, you, you make money on Spotify, but a lot of musicians have been trouble with wrapping their heads around the fact that you only make like pennies on the dollar. Yeah, people seem to know. bitch about Spotify, but, but it's it a wonderful, seems to be the future, right? It's a wonderful right? resource. How much are you know? making every time I listen to your song on Spotify? Uh, $1,000 a minute. That's not bad, right? A thousand dollars a minute. So at that rate, you could retire by. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm complaining. I'm splitting hairs, but yeah. you know. That's not bad. Yeah. Give or take. Give or take. And unfortunately, <laughs> even though you're making a thousand dollars a minute, you still have to play live once in a while. Yeah, that well, that's totally because it's my passion. Sucks. <laughs> Little Maker plays live at the Blue Nile on Thursdays and the Circle Bar on Sundays. Yes. And Mike, you have a solo gig apparently at the Little Gym Saloon on Fridays. Yeah. So there's a lot of chances to see you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Why not? When is the um. When did the last album come out? It came Patrons out, I guess, December. Depending on who you ask, December last year, January this year. Okay. So it's been out for a few months. And you know Andrew Duhon sitting across oh, the table, yes. who's my co-host. We know each other. You know each oh, other. Yeah. And Andrew Duhon is our uh, happy hour troubadour who wanders around the world and occasionally wanders back here to well, he is, he is a Borrega. In true sense. He sure. really is. Yeah. He really is a great troubadour. Mike and, and I have a show coming up together, you know. You mm -hmm. I didn't know mm -hmm. that. Yeah, there's a bad... In fact, you know what's sitting in my pocket? Got a sticker. Ooh, Flyers from that oh, I happen nice. to illustrate myself, from which I happen to have four you, of. You do your own oh. flyers so, as well. Look what they that. say is a Bywater Backyard show, which we'll be doing uh, the okay. weekend between Jazz Fest. It'll be Check fun. that out, guys. 
everybody on the radio. Why are you giving me a flyer? I'm on the Because I want to show you the, the handiwork. You know, uh, it's a lovely flyer. Yeah. It's, it's the Dude. only, my only regret is that people listening at home can't throw these exactly. away. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> can we hold this Love up? It. Can Love we hold it. this up to a camera so anybody watching this can see it? That, Andrew, that, I'm surprised you're not a professional graphic artist get with work the, like that. I, <laughs> I, I can actually say, that? get the what? fuck out of here, man. <laughs> that? That's not even impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Although I am pretty proud of my little keg. You see my little yeah. keg on there? That oh, that's cute. very impressive. That's actual size of the no, keg right. that's going to be there. <laughs> exactly, you know what yeah. I noticed first? The free yeah. beer thing. That's right. interesting. That, that's that was the first thing. Good advertiser. Very, Product very placement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very Thank nice. you. And a little food truck. Is that cute? Yeah. Foodie call is going to be there. Yeah. Foodie call. So let me just tell the, the listeners. Yeah, we okay. got a show Tuesday at 3823 Dauphine Street. Mike and I. Give us a date just in outfits. case anyone's yeah. listening. That's Tuesday, April 29th. Um, it's in between Jazz Fest week. So everybody's in town. Everybody's looking for something to do. And Tuesday is a good day. Wait, is it Monday? It's Monday. Sorry, it's Monday. Monday is a good oh, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Idea, idea. Monday, day April twenty ninth. Monday, April twenty ninth. Um, yeah. And we're we're both going to be out there. We've got a stage. We've got a PA. We got a free keg, and we got a food truck outside. So it should be a great time. And what's the deal about paying to get in? Is it free? Yeah, uh, there's a tip jar, and if you don't put anything in, you're a prick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. You hear that, man? And there might even <laughs> be an, an, an impromptu. <laughs> there might be an impromptu second line after. Could be. Okay. Yeah. Could now, this is pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. So here first. Who um who organized all that? Uh, we did. Yeah. Well, I did. And, and Andrew Adam and Companion's Adam Companion. backyard, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Well, good And deal. Um, I should mention that Adam Companion is my key player, and he lives in the Bywater, and he has a tremendous backyard. Right. He's a very generous man to let you guys <laughs> yeah, yeah. back to his backyard. Well, he kind of – I think Andrew just kind of bullied him into it. but It probably – yeah. Yeah. So, Michael, why is this your first solo project? What have you been waiting for? Oh, well, I haven't been waiting for anything. Um, i just been, you know, playing in tons of bands all the yeah. time. and. Um, just never got around to not collaborating so much. You know? <laughs> what does it feel like being out there on your own? Um, well, I'm not really out there on my own. I've got a, a band, right. and I feel like they're kind of one and the same. I feel like I'm united with them in a holy war against crappy music. Mm. And, um, Who's winning? And um, I think uh, the crappy music is mm-hmm. winning, but <laughs> honestly, but that, that gives you impetus to keep on fighting. You See, know? it's hard to know, isn't it? If you're, if you're right, and it's all crappy. If so many people love it, and it's so popular, well, there, you I know, don't, I don't mean just you personally. I mean all of us here who hate that kind of music and think that the radio is filled with shit and we don't want to hear. Well, it. I don't think it's a matter of. But right are we right? I don't think it's a matter of right and wrong. It's the matter of uh, stale bread and fresh bread. You know, mm-hmm. there's nothing right or internally wrong with stale bread, I and mean, it's good with bread pudding. Most know? people, <laughs> well, if it's <laughs> to make bread pudding, yeah. yeah. Most people don't like to eat stale bread, though. No, that's and that's and. <laughs> but they do like McDonald's, which is also garbage. Most people don't like Nickelback, you know, but they're still <laughs> successful. Yep. But they're well, still I, successful. Are highly they? successful. How can they be successful if most people don't like? Them? Because they're because you know it's like fast food, you know. But, Most but people that, would prefer escargot, but... Yeah, I mean, if 2% of the world loves you, you're a millionaire. That's, that's all you need, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what people say that about these podcasts. You know, like only like 3% of the... Or 5% of the listening public listen to podcasts. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with that? 5% mm-hmm. of every person who's driving in it's their huge. car. It's monstrous, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So 2% of the record-buying public... Well, not that anyone's buying records anymore. Well, no. Spotifying public. But iTunes is helping that. You know, you can buy my record on iTunes. And I think last year was the first year in, I think, 10 years that the music industry actually gained a profit, which is insane to think about. 
first year in well, 10 years. I saw that too, and I just wondered if they've finally fired enough people now. I don't think so. I think what so it is is people here. are finally getting used to the technology that's already been available for the last 10 years. People are already, mm. like, they're getting used to using iTunes and pressing a button and getting a record, you know? And I think, you know, everyone's got iTunes. My granddad's got iTunes. It comes with a computer, you know? So people are also making records now, though. I hear people on this show telling us that they've got an album coming out and they're pressing vinyl. Vinyl, yeah, you know, that's uh, vinyl's great, but I don't think anyone really makes money off of vinyl. It's more of a cool thing to do, and yeah. music sounds great on vinyl. So, Isn't that funny, that music sounds great on vinyl? Because the whole reason we stopped using it because it sounded so much better on cassette or DVD or CD or whatever we came next. Well, it's, it, it, we wanted yeah. things to sound super, super clean and super clear, and I think that's because a lot of the music producers and engineers want a lot of cocaine. And they, they hmm. just, they, they're like, all oh, these scratches in the record. I can't listen to scratches. <laughs> you know. Have you so, noticed that about cell phones as well? I miss those scratches on the record. Oh, they're so nice. Guys. Yeah, they're the so warmth, nice. I like the will. skipping part. That's my favorite. I'm kind of yeah. obsessed with getting a vintage record player for my house just because it like, looks cool, it sounds cool, but yeah. it's kind of like made a 180. When you you're, know? A, when you're yeah. a psych- psychiatrist or even a psychiatric resident and you say, I'm kind of obsessed. Yeah. Does that mean something different than, <laughs> than when we say it? As long as she doesn't say psychotic, then she's Yeah, <laughs> yeah, at least Should I'm we? not I'm psychotic. really psychotic about <laughs> this record It's player. a figure of speech, but, you know, I probably shouldn't say that. Because some people are obsessed with things, and, you know, it can be dysfunctional. Well, otherwise you Don't wouldn't. censor yourself. That's, you what, that's <laughs> what they want. Don't yeah. censor yourself. Okay. You can be obsessed okay. in a healthy way, too, can't you? If it works for you, sure. If it's not, like, altering your day, you can be obsessed. I'm obsessed with winning and succeeding, so I step on all my enemies and, and opponents. We call that I'm a narcissist. That. <laughs> that, I thought it was called capitalism. It is called capitalism, yeah, and, I'm, I'm, and I apologize for that. <laughs> so are you obsessed with uh, getting a record player, or you want to take that back? Um, okay, I'm not obsessed, but I would like one. You're like a bit, I'm enthusiastic okay. about it. That's a better word. What a horrible thing to have to watch everything you say. I know, right? People I know. know you're a psychiatrist, yeah. and everyone's like, "Wow, she's obsessed." It's like think crime, you know? Yeah. <laughs> think crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a great Orwellian. term. Yeah, thought yeah, crime, yeah, yeah. Thought so. crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a great term. Yeah. Is that from Orwell? 1984? 1984. Right? 1984 yeah. Right? Wow. Good hey, memory, Brian. Does anyone want to talk to us? Nobody <laughs> wants to talk to us. Nope. We're trying this Google Hangout thing. No, we've never taken a single call. This is the first time we've really actually got it seriously going. We don't, we don't really tell see people if we that. Could, who's well, how many viewers do we have? One. It's Who my parents. I guarantee you it's my parents. I impression? hope they are. What's their name, your parents? Sam the and Paige Peake. Wait, where's the, Sa- where's Sam the camera? Sam and Paige. Sam and Paige. Oh, Sam and Paige. Yeah, Sam and they're Paige. listening from Florida. Nice, you, have, nice. you come from Niceville, Florida. Niceville. Oh, no, I've been Have you? Yes, played a show there. Really? Where? At, oh man, I wish I could remember the Tucker Duke's Lunchbox was the name of the wow. place. Wow. Yeah. I have no idea where that is. It was the grand opening, <laughs> and the guy's check bounced. So I had to get my lawyer to uh, contact the DA in Niceville <laughs> to send uh, a, you know, a, a, a legal action to this person so they would send me the money that they owed me. This is, what I, this nice is, this is what I love about Andrew, because Andrew does, when he tours... You know, when I tour, I'll go to like Nashville, I'll go to Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andrew tours, he does these these backwoods tours, and they're wonderful. And he just he's a hit, and everyone loves him. And I just I love what he does when he goes out there. I mean, Niceville, Niceville, never, man. Were you a hit in Niceville? New to me. I, I suppose I was a hit. In you, Niceville. you probably were, buddy. but you yeah. know where that's close to? I believe is like Destin and San Destin. So there's method to your madness, sure. If you yes. want to call it. Oh, that. and there yeah. is. I mean, there's, it's never. You know, we're not talking about. Uh, you know, Glacier Park, Montana. 
Indiana, you know. I'm, I am trying to conquer the castle by winning over the peasants exactly. around it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? That's a way, one way to do it. Yeah. Sure. That's Very my plan. Did you, did you get paid eventually? Yes. Yeah. How much do you get paid but working in a nice hotel? I think that gig was probably 500 bucks or between three people plus travel. Calm down. I thought it was just you. I'm like, wow. (laughs) You got really excited. I thought it was just a man and a guitar here. Andrew, Andrew, you haven't gotten used to the trick you do when someone asks you how much you got paid on a gig. When you're on the radio, you add a zero to whatever. Uh, Yeah. $1,000 a minute. Well, no, don't get me wrong now. That was like five years ago. I wouldn't wouldn't work for 500 lousy bucks. You know, I'm proud of that. That's right. The lawyer helped him you out and you had some success with that. So, because sometimes we get, it's it's hard to believe we get a bad reputation. I don't know where that comes from. But Certainly not do, honesty, well, integrity, and Well, you do entertainment <laughs> law, uh, but entertainment lawyers are some of the greatest people I've ever met, mm. and they are—they can be really good people. Um, You're like a natural PR person. I, well, amazing. no, I mean, I just yes, you know, yeah. Well, entertainment yeah. law. <laughs> Look into Rocks. it. I, knew, I should have done. Look that. into I it. No, I was my you second just, choice. You could just add entertainment after the after victory, right. honesty, integrity, victory, entertainment. <laughs> I'm just going to stick with victory. Because, like, like you said, success is probably the most important thing. Yeah, yeah. I like what, what is nine-tenths of the law again? Uh, inspiration. Isn't it? I thought it was, no, po- it's possession. Thought it was possession. It's possession. was nine-tenths of the law. But, but uh, somebody said, like Ben Franklin said, something about inspiration. So, well. But you're right. Nine-tenths of the law is... I think is genius is nine-tenths inspiration. and No. One-tenth yeah. inspiration genius and nine-tenths perspiration. perspiration. Yeah, right. yeah. But, mm. but the law is nine-tenths possession. possession. And what correct. is psychiatry? Psychiatry? Nine-tenths what? Nine-tenths... Um, Sedation. <laughs> <Good answer. laughs> Sadly, that's probably yeah. true. I think it's nine-tenths awesome. I love doing it. Nine-tenths awesome psychiatry. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about psychiatry in a minute and what you actually do all day. But first, you want to hear Michael play something? Sing, he has sure. a guitar here. Sure. So yeah, do I. Yeah, yeah, Michael, yeah. what are you going to play? you going to play something off Patrons of the Saints? Um, you know, or something I'll, else? I'm going to play a, an ready? even newer tune. Oh, cool. You want me to get this out of your... Is this in your way? We well, you know... Hey, let's get, let's get, let's get guitar, our attorney to hold it for you. Here, here. Mitch, you want to grab I'll just wrap it around the microphone. Can you? Okay. okay. That'll be fine. All right. All right, so this one is a newer tune. It's not on my record yet, um, but I like it, so I'm going to play it. Can you guys hear that? Chris, we good? Yep. ways of how am I supposed to know then a childlike figure comes to me bottle in his hand a tongue full of LSD he says man I'm tripping my knickers off 
got a bone in my throat, but I'm too afraid to cough. But haven't I seen your face before? I know that I have, but I ain't quite sure. It goes round and round and round again Round and round and round and back again yes, It goes round and round and round again Round and round and round and back again When I met you on the avenue Covered in rain and painted blue In streetcar Mike and Brian's there They've got right bar jokes And everything but smokes And maybe I toss and turn Like a lunatic I take my medicine Except when I'm sick It don't matter what I say or do I'll end right up on a streetcar next to you Oh, but haven't I seen your face before? I know that I have, but I ain't quite sure Maybe it goes around and round and round again Round and round and round and back Maybe it goes round and round and round again Round and round and round and back You don't know when it's over till it's over You don't know what you got till it's gone You don't know when it's over till it's over You don't know what you got till it's gone. Yes. That was Thanks. great. Beautiful. Thanks. Oh, you're so kind, all for you. I can see why you guys are on the same bill. Yeah, mm -hmm. oh, you're yeah. on the same page. We're on the same page yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a beautiful song. What do you Thank call you. that song? Uh, Lee Circle. Lee Circle. Yeah, okay. yeah. I love it. <clears throat> Micah, beautiful. Right down the street. Did you write that very recently? Um, no, actually, I wrote it a few years ago, and um, it was a lot different. And uh, many years went by, and I thought about playing Lee Circle and many you know I play Circle Bar every week and have been for five and a half years or so so many years went by and had a lot of more time to analyze the tune and went back to it and rewrote it I put it away for a while and rewrote it and took it out and now it's gonna be my next record so it's definitely finished now oh yeah, yeah that's sure. a beautiful song thank you I like that because it's sort of like it rolls along it's got acid in it Yes, it's got you LSD. It's got LSD. You don't hear many yeah, songs yeah. with acid in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, got LSD. And it's got the word knickers in it, which you don't hear that and You often. don't hear knickers. No. Yeah, yeah. And there's references to medicine, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and psychiatric medicine, you know, uh, <laughs> tossing and turning like lunatics, you know. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I like, I like that old San Francisco sound, 
And, um, and there was all that, you know, at, that was at the time of a scientific awakening where everyone was dropping acid and there were new kinds of medicine and we were becoming aware of what chemicals could do to you. And, and I like weaving that into our daily life because it, it's taken on such a different meaning now, I feel like. I mean, you would know better than I would, but like chemicals yeah. and medicine have taken on a completely different meaning now. Well, they used to experiment with LSD on like veterans, you know, right. PTSD mm-hmm. and stuff. So... And a lot of psychotropic drugs can yeah, affect yeah. people in a lot of different ways. And a lot of them are, are even prescribed for mm-hmm. schizophrenia. And well, not LSD. Well, not LSD, <laughs> no, but like, but you yes. know, psychoactive. Right. Uh, you can try it, though. Yeah. No, fun. that's the last thing we want the schizophrenics to do <laughs> is try LSD. Is it? Is that your, is that your medical? Uh... I, you know, I don't want them to do anything but take their medications. Okay, you yeah, know? okay. That's, you know that's my general advice. I'm going to give you an A. I was just, you know, I know you're still, you know, being graded, so I want to make sure. That... Sounds like somebody's got a problem with schizophrenics. <laughs> no, I love schizophrenics. That's my favorite. Really? I love schizophrenics. I do. They're my favorite people that I work with. <laughs> If I had to choose a favorite disease, it would be schizophrenia. That is so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> that is nice. Yeah. I think that might be the weirdest Refreshing. sentence I've ever heard in my life. I heard they're great at parties, too. Is that true? <laughs> I've never partied with them. What, uh, what's, what is schizophrenia? It's a, a psychotic disorder. Um, you know, a lot of times they can hear voices. They may have certain delusions. Um, you know, a lot of times they're homeless. You can see a lot of homeless people down the street if you see them talking to themselves. Like, you kind of get the sense that they're schizophrenics. But there's also high-functioning schizophrenics, too. They take their medications, and they can work and um, work play with people day to day. with other people. With other yeah, people. Yeah. They can play nice. Yeah, yeah, You know, but once they get off their medications, know, they don't play very I know, nice. I know. Yeah. How do we know if we're schizophrenic? I think you know. I think we would all know. If you are schizophrenic. What if we're well, well medicated? <laughs> we yeah, might not yeah, know. That's what I'm saying. We might not know. Yeah, like, I have beer in my life, so mm-hmm. I don't know, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> You're self-medicated. I've, yeah. We all might be functioning schizophrenics. High functioning, by very, the way. Well, I mean, I if you the think the KGB is, function. like, following you, you think the CIA is after you, you know, you may be schizophrenic. I don't think that any of that's happening. I know it's happening. <laughs> you, you may be schizophrenic. <laughs> What's the difference between a schizophrenic and a person who's a conspiracy theorist? Um... Conspiracy theorist, they're kind of a little more in reality, but they're delusional, you know. That's delusional. The mayor, well, yeah. Conspiracy yeah. theorists, There's a difference conspiracy between, theorists like, have blogs. I've answered that's, that. Yeah. <laughs> they're organized enough yeah. in their mind to have blogs. Yeah. I think yeah. they have evidence. I think the conspiracy have theorists evidence. have some loose, evidence. Oh, loose no. evidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, they think it's strong evidence. But if but, you're uh, hearing you voices, right. that's pretty compelling evidence, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's the not voice told me to do tangible physical evidence. Well, it's as tangible as somebody who had never went to the moon or something. You know, something like in your hands, you know, that you can look at on paper, some physical, you know what I'm saying? Well, you have to wonder, George W. Bush, he said that God spoke to him and he could hear the actual voice of Jesus and it told him to go to war. You know, he said that. Mm. Do we have to wonder if that president was schizophrenic or not? And that's an interesting I, question. You know, I don't think he was schizophrenic. Um, I don't know what he was. But I mean, he was okay, not schizophrenic. Well, he's hearing, he, <laughs> if he's he was hearing lying, these voices. I believe, maybe. <laughs> maybe he was lying. He's a liar. Beware the man of one book. How many books should you believe in? Me? Hmm. Well, anyone. Not you, personally, of course. Uh, I mean, you're talking about Bibles here. Well, yeah, that quote is. But aren't they um, contradictory if you start believing in multiple books? Um, For example, the Old Testament even and the New Testament don't even agree with each other, do they? No, the Old Testament itself doesn't agree with each it, well, other. It's, it's itself. It, I mean, the beginning and the end. Yeah, yeah, they don't. Really? Yeah, no, the whole thing is, yeah. I mean, 
all religions contradict, but that's all folk tales. You know, all folk tales contradict each other, and and they should, and that's fine. You know, it's you know I appreciate every book as I do. I, I appreciate Hamlet as much as I appreciate Genesis. Actually, Hamlet a lot more, <laughs> but um, you know, I, I appreciate all all works of art as works of art. But mm. you know, I actually recently wrote a song that um, I feel like uh, is probably going to get me blacklisted it's like the atheist anthem Ooh, and i know i know well, but it's we, I, you know it's you, are you wanting us to say can you play it because we'd love to hear I, it. I, you want to play the chorus or something you, the no, atheist no, i'm gonna i'm gonna save it for another time <sighs> yeah I, I you know i, I don't want your show you to get the, get the plug come on what, you know the atheist anthem sounds a bit like a bit too much of a, of a come on we have to hear it's actually not called the atheist anthem but it, okay. it, you know What's if you listen called? to the lyrics um it's called it only, it only takes a little hell um and okay. it's it's kind of it's a kind of an atheist anthem. And if I start playing it, you know, I'm gonna get calls to my grandmother. You mm. know, like really, why are you doing this to me? Did you grow yeah. up in a religious background? Yeah, yeah I did. And uh, and I think that's mainly not super religious, but like I was aware of the Bible. You know, and we went to church, you right. know. So did you throw it over at some point, or do you just don't care about it? I, I threw it over, I think, uh, maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago. And, was uh, there a day where you just said this is ridiculous? I, it, there wasn't a day. It was more like, uh, it, 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 to put it in scientific terms, it's more like evolution. Mm. Just like it wasn't, you know, a day that people popped up and someone snapped their fingers. It wasn't a day that I decided that God wasn't real. I just naturally came to the progression right. you know um could you be convinced the other way around if i could prove that god was real if you could prove it and what would it, it take it would take let's see uh maybe <coughs> uh giving him his giving me his phone number and <laughs> and mm. and letting me call him or uh, okay. performing a miracle mm-hmm. praying miracle. to him and performing a, mir- okay. a miracle i mean and i don't doubt that there could be someone out there that could perform a miracle and i see all tiny sorts of tiny miracles every day you know, so someone could convince me, but I need to see some hard proof. You need to levitate or something fancy. Something cool. Yeah. What, what about yeah. A, what about a sporting event? Would that uh, uh, something you didn't expect a, a result? Are you of a saying you, you can give me some odds? You, you or know, something? I'm saying like you know when we beat the Russians in hockey in right. 1980. That Lake was Placid, a, that was that a miracle. miracle on ice. That was <laughs> a miracle on ice. Yeah, it, it was a miracle. something like that, for example. Hmm. Or the Saints winning the Super Bowl a few this, years ago. That could the, be considered a miracle. See, that's the thing. A miracle is a supernatural event that lives parallel to the natural universe. So the Saints winning the Super Bowl, to call that a miracle is actually undermining mm. the hard work of the, the team and the staff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't a miracle. They actually really worked for it. Yeah. You know, It was surprising that it happened. You know, But I would say that if... They won the Super Bowl, and then Sean Payton levitated and spit fire all over the Superdome. <laughs> he almost did that. Then that would be, I know, he kind of almost did. He was kind of charging up. Oh, yeah. He carried the, the Vince Lombardi trophy and slept with it like that night. That, would that be, and they had a child. And they had a child. If they had a child. Lombardi trophy and half Payton. And then they crucified it, and it came back to life. Then you got Lombardi and Jesus and God and miracles. I hear you. Bless you, boys. Holly, what's the religious component to these being psychotic or schizophrenic well a lot of people who are schizophrenic do are can be hyper religious same with people who are like manic they can be hyper religious too really what's the combination there what's the um, connection I mean? you know I, I i don't know i i don't know quite what the connection is from 
medical school? If you don't know, I who's going to know? <laughs> <laughs> Give me Who a couple more years to? of experience under my belt. Yeah, that's right. Well, okay, let's get on to that. What do you do every day as a psychiatric resident? Um, well, right now I'm an intern, so I do mostly inpatient psychiatry. So it's usually people who are either a danger to themselves or other people, and that's how they get inpatient. Um, and so we treat them with medications. They go to groups every day, and those are the type of people that we do. Do you know something? I would love to be admitted to that. Would you? Would. It, it, you, you know, it Absolutely. would be an experience. I mean, how bad could that be? For I could use say. Oh, I'm sure it could be pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah. I mean, you, you <laughs> see some, definitely see some interesting things there. And, you know, see? I'm there right during there. the day. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. But, but at That's night, like, I can't imagine it. spending the night there. And, like, you have a roommate, you know, and sometimes your roommate's a lot more crazy than you are. Yeah. And it's like, I can't imagine spending the night Wait, there. didn't we see that movie? Like one flew over the cuckoo's yeah. nest. Yeah. 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 I've yeah. seen the movie. See, but that gave psychiatry a bad name, you know? It was also set during a time where that stuff was widely practiced. Mm-hmm. That, you know, it was shock it was, treatment. It was a shock yeah, treatment. Yeah. Shock that, it was set during the late great. 1950s, in the yeah. mid-1950s, and people were hyped up on the Cold War and, and shocking the hell out of people. You and know? you could still call a character Nurse Ratchet in a movie and get away with it. Oh, well, yeah. They, so you still do shock treatment? Yes, shock treatment. Do you treatment. do that? No, I don't. We, I, well, we're, we may have like a rotation where we rotate through it at some point, but I've actually never seen it. But it's actually a very effective treatment, kind of a treatment of last resort. It's not as heinous. You know, people picture like one flew over the cuckoo's nest, you know, um, and it, it's not like that. You have anesthesia involved. And it's well, geez, I wish someone would make a nice movie about shock yeah, treatment. I know. You know Why yeah. don't we do yeah. it? So what you're saying is just like playing Operation. It's just yeah. Yeah. a little buzz. Yeah. <laughs> and your nose lights up, <laughs> you know. But people yeah. are going to be interested, and that's not going to be good for ratings. Yeah. We need more of the yeah. one flew over the cuckoo. You know, we need yeah, extreme exactly. stuff. Yeah. Stick the thing yeah. in your mouth yeah. and hold the guy down. And the guy has to be a comatose. You know, you're, uh, yeah. you're not going to get ratings otherwise. And lobo- lobotomies aren't done anymore, correct? No, no. That, uh, are you sure? That's pretty... I don't know. Yeah, no. okay. No, okay. I, I right. should say that with authority. Yeah, no, that does not happen no, anymore. And who would my roommate be? Oh, goodness. Well... You could have a schizophrenic roommate. Are you they know. co-ed roommates? No, no co-ed roommates. But, you know, sometimes love connections happen on the psych ward. That's actually very common. Totally. People oh, get hypersexual. Talking. That could be a TV no. show. I we love the reality like, show. Crazy we have to stop people enough. from, yeah, getting out in the shower together. It's like oh, a big yeah. problem. What about a reality show, love connections on the psych ward? What about a, a psych ward love show. song, Micah? Oh, I, oh, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have that ready for you in like 20 minutes. All right. <laughs> well, we'll get Andrew to play one in a minute. But So there's, uh, do any real true love stories come out of the psych ward that end up with wedding bells? N- oh, not that I'm aware of. I mean, no. I've, I've seen people afterwards it, and they're still together. Like, you know what would be really interesting? You fall in love when you're really like crazy and then you take the medication and you realize, Jesus Christ, what was I thinking? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's not yeah, that different from real so. life. But. No, mm-hmm. it's not. True. So what do you do all day, really? That's what you do. You're seeing crazy people. Mm-hmm. So you, the, the most people who you interact with in a day are crazy. They're straight up crazy. So m- most people in your life, <laughs> reference points, are, are crazy. psychotic, <laughs> schizophrenic, or crazy in some way so bad that they end up in a psych ward in a hospital. Mm-hmm. But you know, it, it's really awesome to see someone get well. You know, they come in, they're there a week or two, you get them on the right medications, you send them home, and 
it's just such a it's awesome to see someone get well in the psych ward so that's what do you ever do you ever miss them though like you're like oh like (laughs) i wish they were still really fucking crazy yes actually that they could hang out with me (laughs) you know yeah no sometimes it is you know i I hate to say this this is very like not pc but like sometimes it can be like kind of entertaining when someone's just like super manic and just like Talking uh, ninety to nothing. About one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Yeah, yeah. It's entertaining as hell. But you know, you want him to get better. Yeah. Are you the best-looking medical person on the psych board? I mean, no. I, I don't know. No. I don't think uh, I can uh, answer that question. There's better-looking doctors because I see on this your resume that you were Miss New Orleans in 2010. I was Miss <laughs> New Orleans in 2010. Wow. I used How to be a that, pageant guys? competitor. Wow. A real wow. celebrity. I was, yeah. Yeah. I, was holding, yeah. I was holding that ace up my sleeve. You yeah. were. I was wondering if that was yeah. going to come up. Last time You didn't that tell I was me that about you. I mean, you really <laughs> I know. Guys been dating for <laughs> we did a pre-interview and yeah. another came out. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Last time we did this show, at least when I was on it, there was a pageant. Brie Librand ha- has won more. She was telling us about than anyone in the world. I, I listened to that show. She was telling yeah. us about butt glue. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did oh. have my own little can of butt glue. Mm-hmm. Back to butt glue. Just, just wow. corroborating. Mm-hmm. You guys like to know something about butt glue? Yeah, sure, Micah. Sure. 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 Okay. sure. Go ahead, Doctor. Well, butt glue keeps your bathing suit in the back from giving you like a massive wedgie. So when you know you're walking on the stage in front of the judges, you're not, you know. That's good too, especially in this world of HD. You, mm-hmm. know? you don't want that right. you don't, high you know, def camera. That's right. Like man. That. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Could be disaster. And yeah. But it sticks to everything afterwards and it stays for days and it's really obnoxious, but it's worth like not showing your butt. No, it's worth winning the contest. Yes, it is. Miss New Orleans. So that's very important. Mm-hmm. Winning is worth everything. So mm-hmm. what did mm-hmm. we Victory. Say? Victory. Victory. That. <laughs> yeah. That's right. What did you win as Miss New Orleans? As in, like a prize? Or yeah, like, yeah. What's the prize? Um, just to be Miss New Orleans, oh, I it? guess. I didn't get money. Oh yeah, I got a crown? sash. I got a big crown. Okay. Did you bring that? To got me? a giant no, ego. No, I didn't. Yeah, <laughs> huge ego. Um, no, I don't have it with me today. Okay, so, if what kind of um, exhibitionist tendency do you have, then, doctor? Exhibitionist. Yeah. Like. See, when you say exhibitionist, I think of the extreme because I deal with extreme people. Okay, well, stop there. <laughs> we stop there. Yeah, I'm I've represented a few yeah. of those people. <laughs> Did you really? That's another story. That's like a flasher you're talking about. No, I... Yeah, no, that's I, what I... When you said no, exhibitionist, no, that's thinking, the first thing that came to my no, mind. Oh, I didn't mean to... S- yeah. Suggest yeah, that you're parading around with a raincoat <laughs> no. outside. I was dancing and uh, performing in a, you know, in a pole. Oh, that's exhibition. Like that. No, it's I'm, I mean a person who wants to get up in a bathing suit in front of people and parade well, around. No is one that really wants to parade around in the bathing suit. Well, at least I didn't want to parade around in the bathing suit. But that they was forced like, you to? Well, I mean, no they one... Put like a, <laughs> they put a gun to her head, man. What do you think? That's true. <laughs> exhibitionism. No one twisted my arm. What happens in the New Orleans pageants that I don't know about? Yeah. It's roughhousing. <laughs> the dark side of Can you get us tickets to these pageants? Because really, that would be... I didn't even know it was going on. I didn't know there was a Miss New Orleans. There is. You know, the state of Louisiana, they have pageants... Everywhere, yeah. you know, and they all go to Miss Louisiana, USA. So I competed in Miss Louisiana, USA, got third runner up. It was, it was a fun experience. Wow. But yeah. So when I say exhibitionism, you say you don't want to stand up there in front of an audience in a bathing suit, but you did it anyway. Right. Well, I enjoyed like other aspects of, you know, I enjoyed the victory. Yeah. Everyone enjoys winning. the victory. Who winning. doesn't enjoy winning? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, you know, you get a certain high out of the performance, I guess. You do. You do. Now, what's that called? Um. Like, it's a, an adrenaline rush, right. really. Just perform, performing. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, what's it like when everyone's staring at you wearing a swimsuit and you're the doctor? Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. Like nice 
Yeah, well, it's one of those things, like, I always thought, if you can walk in a swimsuit across a stage in front of, like, a bunch of people, you can do anything. Sure. So, like, <laughs> yeah. even though you dislike what you're yeah. doing at sure. the time, you are getting something out of yeah. it. Yeah. You know, you come out of your shell in yeah. a certain you sense. You know, that was a rhetorical question, because I would think, this is the hottest doctor uh, around here. Well, that's what I'd be thinking. <laughs> yeah, how was the competition? Is, well, I feel like wins Miss no one, she's a doctor. No one wow. cared that I was a doctor. You know, I would, I would care pageant. if you were my doctor. I'd say, Jesus Christ, right. that's my doctor yeah. up there in the bikini. Yeah, I don't know. I don't feel like anyone like really cared, like you know, if you were necessarily right. smart. But, but, if, but if she was your doctor, you'd be fucking crazy, you know. Yeah. Mm, good so. point. Yeah, you would be crazy. Hmm. <laughs> Everyone's questioning that's it right point. now. That's right. You would, you have to be. Yeah. Well, Otherwise you wouldn't my, see her unless you know. No, you know something. I, I, I've been to a psychiatrist, and I'm not crazy. Well, hang on. A okay. I yeah, you know, well, I don't quick. say I've been to I'm a, a big, therapist. Big believer that everyone needs a therapist. I mean, everyone has something yeah. they can talk yeah. about. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go you around know? the table. Use a head check. Yes, yeah. definitely. Yeah. What do you think, Andrew's main problem? How many questions would you have to ask him to figure out what's wrong with him? Um. Three. Could you do it in three? Hmm. Let's go around the table. I'll give like you three, three questions. questions. Okay. I'll give you three questions for everybody, oh, and then we'll do a diagnosis. Okay. Okay. H- how many hours did you sleep last night? Do you take notes? No. Okay. Don't okay. you hit? Okay. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> hey, this is, <laughs> a, this is a medical. <laughs> uh, yeah. We're gonna get a different this answer. Not, I opted not to go. Tell out the truth. Tell the truth. No, it's true. <laughs> okay. True. Nine hours. Um. Are you having any thoughts of hurting yourself or hurting anyone else? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> These are my basic ER questions. You mean currently or Currently, in right now. Ooh. Like physically or emotionally? Physically. No. Okay. Are you hearing any voices that are not here at the table that no one else can hear? <laughs> no. See, he doesn't need to be impatient. God, I don't know? know because you know he those didn't. Three, those I just feel like right there, there should be more questions. You I know. <laughs> he wasn't I'm gonna, sure. I'm going to give different answers. Yeah. He wasn't sure whether he was hearing voices or not, I and mean, you say that it took a long time. Well, you know, people can be He's pleasant. A songwriter. People can be pleasantly psychotic, though. So even wow. if he was hearing voices, write that one down. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, people can be pleasantly psychotic. If you don't want to kill yourself or anyone else, and I love schizophrenics, that's two great sentences from a psychiatrist. People can be pleasantly psychotic. They can. Is that you suggesting? See, what it sounded like to me is she asked questions to find out, are you going to hurt other people? No, okay, you go ahead in your psychosis by yourself yeah. and do your thing. Yeah. But, you know. She's just concerned with the criminal aspect of it, right. I think. I was concerned that you slept nine hours. That's probably not true, actually. Let me think about it. It was probably more like seven or eight. What a difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to admit you. Okay, you want to try asking Mitch the lawyer three questions? Oh, ask Are they three, three different ones? change the questions? <clears throat> yeah. Those are always like my same. Oops. Oh. Oh. This foul. chick is crazy. On our stickers. Right on the lover sticker. Should we read anything to that, Doctor? Um, that you spilled mm, your beer on a sticker that says "Love." Well, she was about Freudian. to ask a question to me. That was yeah. that might be good for me. Wow. I know. I, I got all nervous. Yeah. Yeah. I got okay. nervous because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to ask. A qu- she's going to ask a question. I'm going to ask her a question. I like okay. It. I like it. All right, all right, doctor. Here we What's go. What's your mood like today? Um. Uh, disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> what are you disappointed about? Oh, this is awful. You know, like every day in life, there's, there's, you have good, good things and bad things happening. You know, I've, I got a couple of things I'm not too happy about. Oh, okay. So, so what are you so gonna I'll do say, about it? 
I'm going to fucking. See, if she would ask me that, one of those, the second question to you about yeah. do you want to hurt right. somebody? Yeah. I'd say not me, but the, the not the former, but the latter. Right. So. Yeah. Well, you'd want to hurt somebody else? Yeah. Do you have a plan? Shit. Do I have a plan? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Can Are there any weapons in the house? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a gun owner. Okay. That's a question. Okay. Well, I mean, do you have a tire iron or something? I got a hammer. That's we good. Use That's that. good. You That's good. You could hurt someone with that. You actually thinking about hurting someone? No, I just it, it, from a. <laughs> well, it's important know, to have a legal point of view. Point, I'd no, like to I, kick someone's physical, ass. Yeah, right. Something like that from a legal standpoint, I like to litig- litigate, take take someone to court. But then, then things work that's out. That's not it's hurting amazing. someone. That's legal. It's I mean, hurting that's, them. Well, it's hurting them in a certain way. It could hurt dis- them emotionally. There's a difference between hurting someone who hasn't deserved it and hurting someone who has deserved it, right? I have to find well, somebody who's the judge. Yeah. 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 Hurting yeah. someone who's deserved it, in your own opinion, is kind of justifiable, right? Well, well in, no. your, like, in your own you're, opinion. You're, yeah, I mean, you're, it might be wrong, but that's a right But just thinking about hurting somebody... I mean, you're saying someone's done something illegal and you'd like to get them back. No, that's uh, different from saying illegal. I'd like to walk past someone. And I wouldn't use that it. word. I'd say uh, unethical, maybe, or... Uh, Not keeping that integrity that thing you were talking right. about. Mm-hmm. Or just. Right. Yeah, but it was... I, don't, I wouldn't say illegal. Look at that sticker. It's just so... No. I mm. ruined the lover stickers. <laughs> that's drunk love right there. Oh, and I, <laughs> I already grabbed okay, so I only slept five hours last night. Five? Oh. What yeah. were you doing? Do you feel well-rested? Yes. Okay. Okay, so doctor, what do you think? No problem. Wouldn't it suggest any medication, sleeping pills? Why are you no. leading? Why did you say no problem before she said anything? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll take it back. A, a leading question? I thought... Okay, I, I, agree, I, I concur. I concur. He's, he just sounds like the typical lawyer. Ooh. I'm not sure if I like that diagnosis. Mm. If I was a lawyer. If you have a high opinion of <laughs> lawyers, I'm okay with my that. Da- my dad, who is listening, is a lawyer. I like lawyers. So he probably understands what I'm talking about. He wants to fucking he's hurt like, He's like, he, that guy is exactly right. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for some, you know, he's, I like to sue some people. He might be thinking that too. She just came up with your slogan, by the way. I'm the typical lawyer. That's great. That'll, mm. that'll get people. Mm-hmm. Well, you can put that after okay. victory. Typical. Stereotypical. But most people don't have a very high opinion of lawyers. Unfounded, of course, but yeah, uh, a negative perception of lawyers. So I don't necessarily well, want to be Everyone has a bad opinion lawyer. of lawyers until they need one. And then, of and course, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. story. That's true. It's like hookers, right? <laughs> I can't speak to that subject. <laughs> really? Okay. I just thought I'd bring that up. Okay, do you have any questions for Micah before we move on to making Andrew play a song? Yeah, what, and do, then Micah? What, do you, what do you want to know? <clears throat> um, gosh. Have you ever been in therapy, actually, just yeah. out of interest? Or? I have been in therapy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I agree with what you said. I think everyone should have a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, Did it help? Yeah. Obviously, it did. Yeah, everybody's everybody's got someone that's something they need to talk about, mm. and a lot of times you can't really talk to people that are really close to you because they're too close to the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have the objective point of view, and it's really nice to. But go on. I don't know. He sounds very well adjusted from that statement he just made I, there. I, so I what if he's well-adjusted. bipolar and he's just on the right side right now? <laughs> what if he's faking this? Yeah. You know, he's acting. There well, is, he, he I sounds have, like if he is bipolar, he's on medication. I have once. Tell. I have once <laughs> thought about killing someone. And she was a stalker. Wow. And I had this whole Hitchcockian murder plot <laughs> involving a hot air balloon. Oh, that's how are you going to get and away with that? You're going to push her out of it? Or I was going to, I was going to ask her to sit on the edge, you yeah. know, and she, she's so suggestible. She's so crazy. She'd do anything I'd ask her to do, you know? So I was like, Oh, sit on the edge, honey. And I would take off her shoe and I would tickle her foot with a feather. 
and she would fall over, uh, you know? And then I thought about it, and I'm like, well, those things usually have conductors, like engineers. Mm-hmm. So he would be a witness. He uh, would, he would, right. and not only would he be a witness, but he would say, hey, you can't have her sit on the edge of that thing, you know? Might just start thinking it through. So, so this is what you do. Before you go on the whole hot air balloon ride, you find out who this conductor is, and you dig up dirt on him. You stalk him for, mm-hmm. for two years. Mm-hmm. For two yeah. years, you stalk him, and you yeah. dig up dirt. And you have pictures of him sleeping with sluts, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because they do the hot air balloon. <laughs> the hot, yeah, they're <laughs> they're, 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 they're filthy sleep. <laughs> yeah, they're mostly. Just a dregs of society. Those guys. In my professional guys. opinion, he needs therapy. And, and I think so. <laughs> I, I was but it's a professional opinion. But it's well thought through, you know. And I blackmail the <laughs> right. guy so that way right. he doesn't. Uh, but the thing is, it comes down to it: to, to, to kill a stalker, you have to become one. You know. This is all kind of creepy. It is. You managed to but, creep out the psychiatrist. But that was the That's one. Huge. That was the one time I I tried to wanted to wanted to murder someone. How did you get rid of the stalker? A uh, time. She just got over. She you. was taken care of. Yeah. She was taken <laughs> care of. Sounds like one of those Michael Mann movies, you know. One of those movies where you, you can't catch the person. She's not around anymore. Like time because person. time is money and money pays hitmen. <laughs> Sleeping it's with always sluts. good to know one of those Andrew, guys. we're going to. Oh, wow. I just hit myself with a microphone. Andrew, you want to play a song for us? I'll yeah. play a song. Okay, play a song. And then I'm going to. Mike had to play another song. And then we're almost set to get out of here. Look, the beard's going everywhere now. This is like a real party. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It is. Thank God we didn't get the flyers wet, though, because we need those. <laughs> At least nothing got broken. Not yet. Not yet. We got I'm a few scared, more minutes. I'm scared of Mike. I'm just we'll see. We'll see when Andrew hits that bit. high note. We'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. Now I should say while Andrew's getting set up, Andrew has a new record called The Moorings. That's right. Which I believe has got to be out any second if it's not out April already. April thirtieth. So Tuesday coming up. Okay. So wherever in the world you're listening to this, except if you're listening to it right now on YouTube Live, mm-hmm. it's going to be out pretty much. It's an awesome album. It's called The Moorings. And it's by our very own happy hour troubadour, Andrew Duhon. Sure enough. And I got to tell you, Grant, that the whole idea about me coming on this show to be your little sidekick was that I would come in and play new songs. Mm-hmm. And I have yet to play a single new song. <laughs> Ooh, do it. Do until it. now. This is yeah. it. Okay. And I think it, it, it's apropos of our atheism. Yeah. Uh, a bit. It's, really, it's, it's just kind of cute, though, in that manner. But... Uh, but also uh, good to speak to. The, I swear I'm gonna play it just in a second. But uh, it was it was not. It's not finished. So it's just gonna be a paper mache of me putting the thoughts together and cool. see what ends up happening. Okay. Maybe we can help. Please. You think they sing the blues in heaven Oh mama, I just gotta know Or is it too much good news for any time for blues Is the devil in the rock and roll Oh, I can get along with the gospel songs Without blues, just ain't no soul Oh, if they don't sing blues in heaven I don't wanna go Sing something happy 
looking for the good news. Well, I'm looking for a girl who knows how to dance to the blues. You wanna sing something happy? Well, honey, we all do. But it don't mean nothing till you learn how to dance to the blues. So tell the preacher man not to come to my door. Nothing he can say I ain't heard before. Don't sing the blues in heaven. I don't wanna go. Brothers and sisters, if you with me, put your hands on your radio. Hear something happy Sing the good news Well I'm looking for a woman Who knows how to dance to the blues We wanna feel happy Honey we all do It don't mean nothing Till you know how to dance through Think they sing the blues in heaven Oh mama, I just gotta know Or is it too much good news To ever sing the blues Is the devil in the rock and roll Well I can get along to a gospel song Without blues though, there ain't no soul If they don't sing blues in heaven I don't wanna go they don't sing the blues in heaven I don't want to go Amen True That was great Thanks y'all So that's not finished? What What do you need to do to finish it? I don't know That that version felt pretty good That was nice yeah. Maybe it's it, What do you think, Michael? Praise Poseidon That's what I say Praise and, Poseidon And Odin The gods of And Thor <laughs> I love it. Thor. I mean, why it's not? You praise Jesus. Yeah. Praise why not? Yeah, that Helen Thor. It's an interesting. Um, as a psychiatrist, Holly, did you notice that? And, and I think Andrew, you struggle with this. The the contradiction of happiness and suffering, mm. and that is, you're really a happy person, right? But there's something about being a musician and a songwriter that drags the the sort of notion of suffering out of you to to talk about. Yeah. And so if they don't sing blues in heaven, I don't, and heaven, of course, is a place where everything's perfect. Mm -hmm. And they shouldn't be singing the blues in heaven, right? Right. Because they shouldn't be sadness. <coughs> Isn't that kind of what you struggle with? I mean, not as a person, I, I mean, as a songwriter. I think it's about um, admitting what's tangibly uh, living. And um, maybe I've experienced more times that have been tactile and tangible in terms of you can feel the time... Uh, slipping through your hands just as it always is but not 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 slipping like you're losing it but like you can feel time pass like a rope through your hands uh in times of sorrow um and i think you can certainly feel it in times of jubilation or love but uh probably i've recognized it more in times of sorrow and so yeah i think it's true that i uh, i'm not afraid um of those times because uh you know i i admit that 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 it's it's some of the richer existing and i think that sorrow and joy are closer bedfellows than we really admit you know mm. 
Sometimes that you say that you can feel bad times slipping through, like time slipping through your hand like a rope, which is a great. Mm. Uh, Don't take that. That's know. kind of a line. I'm <coughs> Don't steal that. Okay, <laughs> but um, but do you think it's easier to hold? I'm mean, doctor. You might uh, have an answer. This is a psychiatrist. Is it easier to hold on to suffering than it is to enjoy happiness? Does ha- does suffering seem to stick around longer, and happiness seems to be fleeting, even if they're equal? No, I I can just only speak for me personally. I guess you're, I feel like I'm generally happy all the time. So I'm acutely aware when I'm suffering, you know, so I can remember those times like more acutely, you know, and I don't know, you can answer this. Maybe something about writing songs is cathartic for you, like Mm -hmm. over like a time of sorrow. So maybe, I mean, is that why a lot of songs kind of go in that direction? I don't Mm -hmm. know. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Micah? I think all songs are sad songs if you just listen to them because sadness is uh, its the experience by which we measure happiness. Hmm. So if you haven't experienced sadness, then your grasp on happiness is, uh, you know, thin at best. Hmm. Um, it's like there's that song, Lonely, I'm Mr. Lonely. No one wants to hear happy, I'm fucking happy. Everything's pretty. Yeah, no one wants to hear that because, you know, you, you want to identify with struggle. People, you know, misery loves company. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I think that's a big part of it is the songs that I write are my company that I keep, hmm. you know. They're that's like my sad friends that I keep buried in here. Who's, who's, uh, who's come with you today? Um, well, I've got uh, a particularly sad one today. Come Sweet. on. Um, and uh, you want me to play one? Yeah. Okay. This one's called 100 Years From Now. And it's also, it, uh, to go along with what uh, Andrew was saying earlier, uh, the passage of time is a big thing in songwriting. And um, this is also about time slipping away. Away. 
Maybe I don't want to be free Maybe I don't even know how Till you see me A hundred years from now With all your confidence Sweet innocence Your diamonds and gold I don't want to miss Call me curious I just want to know Will you love me a hundred years from now? Will you love me a hundred years from now? Michael McKee. Time, Fun. time and space. Time and space. Boy, we could really make a lot of money as a psychiatrist sitting around this table. Oh God. <laughs> I would that was, we're all we're all broke, Grant. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not a that's not a bad idea, musician songwriter yeah. support group. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh man. It could get ugly. Mm -hmm. That was a very beautiful lyric as well about time slipping away and Oh of course. Would well, I even fly out of the cage if the door was open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I would. Huh. That's a very interesting question for all of us, actually, isn't it? What would we really do if the door was open and we could change everything and we could fly off into the future? Well, I think it's illusion to think that it's closed. Ah. Deep. You know, I think that, uh, <laughs> you know, get back, back to your the, this topic about how I think people are happy, you know, you know, every day you, you, you have so many different things that happen to you in life. And you have you have these you know mood swings sort of like not in a bad way but you're happy for a couple hours and then you do something else and then something you don't want to happen happens and then you're not you're not in a good mood you're like pissed mm -hmm. off so then you're unhappy and you think about maybe you think more about the future then because you're like I don't like the way my life's going but then like that night then something good might happen you might hook <laughs> up with somebody. And then you're like, I'm really happy with my life. <laughs> that's like, that's, kind of the, that's really that's his measurement. Yeah. Yeah. The definition yeah, yeah, yeah. of well, happiness. Okay. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, think okay. that, I like that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the way to, you know, I don't know if that's, maybe that's not rational, or, but, uh, but I'm, well, I'm a lawyer, tell you what so it, it should is. be rational. Yeah. I'll tell you what it is. It's the last word. Because we have to get out of here. Well, time has, always get the last time word, has slipped right? away. Our lawyer's got the last <laughs> word. Amen. Now, hopefully you're going to hook up with someone tonight, Mitch, after we're here. Is there any hope of that? There's always hope. There's always hope. Amen. And that's where we're going to leave it. Yeah. My guests today on Happy Hour have been Mitch Gibbs. Left us with the words, there's always hope. Mm. Thank you. Holly Peake. Yes. Dr. Peake, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. And Micah McKee. Thank you and so little much. Mecca. Yeah, we have links to all yours information on our website. Andrew Duhon is back, thank goodness. Yeah, man. From roaming around the country. Good to be back. That was Happy Hour. Thanks for joining us. The producers of our show today have been Graham DuPonte, Melinda Hawes, Trish Kaufman, and Anoush Karuna. The theme tune to Happy Hour was written and is being played currently by Mitch Foreman and the fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. PreSonus makes some of the best audio recording and live sound products around including 
Studio One Music Production Software, Studio Live Digital Mixing Consoles, Eris Studio Monitors, and much more. You can visit presonus.com for more info about that. If you'd like to be on our show and you can drink a couple of beers and still stay upright for about an hour, drop us a line. Our address is on our website where you can also check out our many other happy hours for you to listen to, as well as our other shows on itsneworleans.com. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti live from Commander's Palace. Mindset with psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajek, true to the game. With the fabulous Chris True and Tammy Nelson, Win Win, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with Steve Win, Chi Win, and Kim Vu, and Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada. You can keep up with us by liking us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. And if you listen to this show on iTunes or Stitcher, thank you for subscribing. Take a moment to rate and review us if you would. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Casa Borrega. Try that one more nice. time. Borrega. Borrega. Thank you. Borrega. Yes, even Mitch did at this time. Casa Borrega, which is a brand new bar, restaurant, and He's music venue here in Central City in New Orleans. It's going to be open soon. It's not open quite yet, so find out when it is going to be open by liking them on Facebook, follow them on Twitter, and keep up with Casa Borrega. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, Mitch Foreman on the piano, everyone around the table here. I'm back at the office at INO Broadcasting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris. We'll see you next week on Happy Hour.